Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, and today I have my cousin. Um, you guys, many of you guys don't know her, but she is a pretty cool cousin. Her name is Rina Abitbul, and she's an audiologist, and today I'm going to ask her a few questions about what it's like to be an audiologist. And before we get started, guys, please hit the bell, follow rate, and let's get started. So, Rina, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm excited to be here with you. Um, like you mentioned, I am an audiologist and a speech pathologist. Um, I'm licensed in Israel, did my bachelor's and master's degree there, and I'm currently living in California for a couple of years. God, that's amazing. So how is it in California? It's really nice. Um, a lot of times we feel far from home, but, uh, but we definitely like it here. That's amazing. So my first question is going to be, we know that you're in, what you're doing here in Lost Community. So how long have you been an audiologist for? Um, 12 years. 12 years. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> so I'm old. You're making me feel old, cousin. Oh, I know. I got it. My question is, how long have you been in the hearing loss world in general? Because you just said you've been an audiologist for 12 years. But, like, I think if I'm correct, you have to, like, go to like a college or a school for that to be an audiologist and get like a graduate so how long in right. general have you been so in, in israel it works a little bit different than in the states um in israel after your bachelor's degree after the first three and a half years you're already a certified audiologist and a speech pathologist um in all of the other places in the world this degree is separate Meaning there's a separate degree for audiology and a separate degree for speech pathology. And it used to be that South Africa used to do the same. But now, I, if I'm not wrong, Israel is the only place in the world that combines these two degrees. And after your first bachelor's degree, you can already be a certified, um, uh, it's called Klinaitik Shalat in Hebrew, and that's an audiologist and a speech pathologist. Um, I went on and did also my master's degree, um, but that's not something you have to do in order to work. Um, and there's a lot of places in the world that it works differently. Um, for example, here in California, in order to be an audiologist, you have to um, take an extra step and do your doctorate, your audiology doctorate, your AUD. And only then you can be a certified audiologist. So it really depends where you are in the world. Um, but in Israel, it's uh, enough after your your bachelor's degree. So was that like a few? It was like one extra year, two extra years. How long? It's it's the program itself is three and a half years in total. Uh, a lot of the programs, the bachelor's programs in Israel, are three years. So you would say that it's an extra six months. Um, and then once you start working, then you get um, more specific training in the field. So, you, so at first, there's a lot of things you can't do as an audiologist. You uh, are not allowed to do the hearing aid fitting on your own yet. Um, you cannot do the children's hearing test on your own. Um you slowly, as you um, as you go, um, and as you get um, more experienced, 
um, then you are allowed to do more things. I don't remember exactly, but there's like three years of training or something of the sort until you could actually um, sign things off on your own and really start doing it independently. Got it. Um, so you could say you've been there for a while, it sounds like. In the being an artist and everything, sounds like you've been there for a long time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I started working right after, even during my bachelor's degree in a, in a center for children with hearing impairment, with hard of hearing. Um, it's called Shema Koleno. It's a place in Yerushalayim. And uh, I started working there already as a student, and slowly there is where I um, got most of my experience in pediatric audiology. Um, and then in the past three years, I've also been working in a wonderful clinic called Ozen Kashevet, which is a hearing clinic for um, for all ages. Got it. So that's amazing answer. So you meant so sounds like, so since you've been in our job for a while, I wanna ask, what's your favorite part about being in our just is it the people you get to work with, the little kids? Is it how you help them make a difference? What is your favorite part about it? Um, I like the job a lot because it's very interesting, very diverse. Uh-huh. Um it's uh it's a whole world of um of science and also uh, working with people. Um, it's very, very satisfying and encouraging to know that um, that what you do really helps and really makes a difference yeah. in people's lives. Um, I love working with all ages. Yeah. Um, the knowing that you help someone in quality and life and something that's so basic for communication um, is fascinating. I love working with um, the very small infants that hear for the first time and give the parents the proper support that they need at the beginning of the way while making the hard decisions and, and trying to evaluate also understanding at such a young age what they hear, how much they hear, how they could hear better. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's really nothing you could compare to to that feeling to helping a baby or a kid help hear in the first time in their life. That's pretty amazing. But also just the regular experiences of um, helping people understand their hearing state and helping them understand how they could get to hearing better, um, explaining to them all the complexity and explaining it to them right, um, and helping them make the right decision about rehabilitation. And it's amazing to see, um, you know, how all ages, even people older that don't even think they need hearing aids suddenly feel as if they have completely improved their quality of life. Um, but it's challenging. It's not always successful. It's, um, um, you're very limited to, um, to what you could offer sometimes. You always have to take into consideration also the financial aspects. Um, and, um, 
and you know you don't always get the results right away or the wanted results right away and um and that could be challenging to be able to to go through i'm awesome so um my next question is gonna be um what do you think of feeling lost when it comes to your mind so i don't know if you heard the phrase of suspicious mind so like a lot of people think other things people are like oh hearing loss it's disability nobody wants to oh people are like hearing loss is really cool so what do you think of it when it comes to your mind of a hearing loss yeah of hearing loss um yes in our society a lot of people um still look at it as a as a disability um but people that um, think that, unfortunately, don't know enough about that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think hearing loss is a huge challenge. Um, but when you are properly rehabilitated, it is um, something that could really be solved well and uh, be put aside from being difficult. Uh, when you have the right team taking care of you and when you have the motivation to take care of it yourself. And it's no no longer that kind of of, uh, um, challenge as it used to be. Um, And that's something that's pretty amazing. We have cochlear implants, as you know, and we have all sorts of different types of hearing aids and we could diagnose the hearing loss already, um, you know, right after birth, there's hearing screening and the process is done much earlier in life. So, um, so I would see it more as a challenge, but something that could, um, doesn't need to affect your quality of life. Most cases, obviously there's more of the complicated cases when people are born with, born and without hearing um the hearing nerve etc but the two most people you know just like we don't look at glasses as a disability mm, yeah. anymore a hearing is um should be the same for most people i 100 percent agree um so we're nearing the end but i have another question um what what inspired you to be an audiologist there's a lot of stories but what, what made you want to do it want to be an audiologist until I started learning more about it. Um, I I was looking for a job that would be interesting and challenging and helping people. Uh, and um, my sister, uh, Yao, uh, pointed out to me, she's an occupational therapist, and she brought up to me the option of looking into speech pathology. And I'm lucky enough that in Israel, like I said, the studies are together. And um, speech pathology was something that I was more uh, aware of and, and knew more about. And then once I started learning about the whole world of hearing loss and hearing, I became fascinated. And um, the more I was exposed to it, uh, the more I liked it. And that's how I slowly grew to like get more. Amazing. That's awesome. So my last question is going to be, how do you help those break down the bit of hearing loss? Like, how do you help those 
as an audiologist, if they're like struggling or they feel upset when you do speech therapy with them, how do you help them like calm down? How do you help them like not worry about it? How do you help them make feel comfortable with hearing loss? Um, it's it's very individual. It depends, you know, how old the patient is. Sometimes you're dealing with the parents more than actual patients when they're younger. Um, it, it's mainly first giving them all the information that they need to know about the hearing loss, explaining to them what it is and 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 what they're missing out on because of the hearing loss. You know, a lot of times you have a, a mild hearing loss or or a moderate hearing loss, but only in some of the frequencies. Yeah. So you hear, you hear fine. Um, so a lot of times you just need to, first of all, explain to them how the hearing loss affects their hearing and how it affects their quality of life and their communications and, and their language skills. Um, a lot of the times, you know, people come to us because something is bothering them. And we just need to be able to help them um, specify more exactly what is the problem. Um, and then walk through it with them, explaining to them all their options, uh, yeah. all the solutions, um, making them understand that it's completely their decision and their responsibility and it doesn't matter, you know, what solutions I have if, if they're not on board. So it's um, trying your best to be sympathetic, sympathetic about it and empathetic about it and, um, and to understand where they're coming from and to uh, um, help them understand where they could get to and uh, present it to them, you know, the best way possible with all the potential yeah, I love that. Well, um, that unfortunately is all our time. Thank you so much, Kazuna, for being on the show. It was lovely. Thank you for inviting me, Fazi. This is wonderful and interesting. And and I always love spending time and talking to you. And it was very special to do it, um, talking about audiology, because I know how close it is also to you. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, it is. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. And Fezzi, I want to say that you're also an inspiration for Thank people. You. Thank you. Um, I, I don't, I don't know, um, you know, if anyone knows your background, and that's for mm-hmm. you to share. But for me, you're an inspiration, Thank and you maybe so much. you could decide to explain that more Thank whenever you. you feel is right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, um, I'll say thoughts about you for the episode. Yeah. Thank you so much again. Have a good day. Yeah. Bye. Wait for whenever you want. Send my love. Bye. Miss you guys. Bye, Fazzy. Recording stopped. Bye.